Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1. My name is Reese and this is the recap for the Mexican GP qualifying, which has set a very fun grid for tomorrow's race. Before we get into it, make sure you like and subscribe, all that wonderful stuff. But without further ado, let's get into Q1. And interestingly, for their first laps in Q1, uh, Russell, Hamilton and Piastri all try and set lap times on the mediums rather than the sauce in an attempt to try and save uh, some tyres for themselves there. Norris also attempts this. He does an outlap on the mediums but then backs off completely and goes back into the pits. This would be the beginning of a very bad day for Lando Norris, not setting a lap on those medium tyres. But you know who had a very good day? One Daniel Ricciardo in Q1, he sets the purple sectors for sector one and sector three on his first lap. And um, after a fantastic talk from Yuki Tsunoda as well. Uh, Yuki Tsunoda, of course, is um, going to be starting 20th for the race after some engine changes. So qualifying for him doesn't really mean much, which means he was the perfect teammate to give Daniel Ricciardo that toe down the main straight at the start of his lap. Now, uh, both of the McLarens were in the drop zone towards the end of Q1, and they looked like they were both struggling. Piastri had an awful first sector. His first sector was actually slower than Magnussen's in the Haas, but he has an incredible second and third sector to put himself P2 as he crossed the line. Uh, Lando Norris, though, not good enough at all. His fastest lap time was only good enough for P19. He got an awful lot of curb as he went round, but also um, as he was coming out of the garage, it looked like his car may have gone into anti-stall. I don't know if that's uh, confirmed or not, but as he came out of the garage, he came out and stopped, and he came out and stopped again, and I think he did it a third time, and as he went round, he got a lot of curb, really put him offline, and yeah, big uh, struggles for Lando Norris. Um, now, on the fast laps for everyone, their final fast lap, it was ruined by one Fernando Alonso, who had a big spin going into turn three. Uh, his car went completely off the track, luckily did not hit the wall, but this brought out the yellow flag, which obviously meant uh, no overtaking, but also you couldn't go fast through there, and as that was the second DRS straight, there was also no DRS. So that ruined everyone's lap. Uh, for their final fast lap but it also put a lot of people in some very compromising situations because both Hamilton and Logan Sargent are now under investigation for not slowing down for that yellow flag section and Logan Sargent is actually under investigation twice because he actually overtook uh, Yuki Tsunoda in that yellow flag section there so he is under investigation for that um, also, towards the end, we had a lot of impeding in the pit lane. Guys just trying to find that section of the track. We'll try to get some clean air. So, just a huge, huge traffic jam in the pit lane. It looks like it was started by Max Verstappen. Then he went out and Russell just continued it. Uh, Alonso was also invest under investigation for impeding in the pit lane in this session as well. So, he was involved in there somewhere. Now, this is an interesting one because... Um, um, of course, we saw in Singapore Max was under investigation for impeding in the pit lane and didn't get a penalty. Now, Max was also under investigation in Singapore for impeding Yuki Snowder and didn't get a penalty. The stewards came out later and said that he should have got a penalty for, imp for impeding Snowder and didn't. 
But he, I don't know if they said about the pit lane one or not, because I'm pretty sure that George Russell did it again in Japan and got away with it. I'm pretty sure he did. So I don't think we'll see any punishment for Verstappen, Russell or Alonso for impeding in the pit lane. But I wouldn't be surprised if we saw penalties for Hamilton and Sargent especially. Sargent should get one for overtaking Yuki. But Hamilton for ignoring the yellow flags, that's a 50-51. So if I was going to say who's got nailed on penalties, and we sit right here, I'd say Sargent 100% will get a penalty. Not that it will matter that much. I don't think uh, Verstappen, Russell or Alonso will. Hamilton, I'm like 75% sure won't. So there you go. That's how I see it as we sit here right now. But those who are knocked out in uh, qualifying in Q1, Ocon was 16th, Magnussen 17th, Stroll 18th, Sargent 19th, and Lando Norris P20 as uh, as we finish the session here. Really, really shocking qualifying for him. Uh, started at the start of the session where he didn't get a lap time in on those mediums. They thought, well, okay, we put him on the softs. He can have one lap. Messed up on the curb. It looked like there may be an issue with the car, as I said before. But yeah, P20 for Norris, which will become P19 uh, due to Yuki Snow's penalty. If Sargent does get a penalty as well, there'll be P18 for Norris. Not that that would be much compensation for him. If I was McLaren at this point, I'd take a brand new engine. Uh, starting from the pit lane, I mean, you're not going to lose much, and it means that for the remaining uh, remaining f uh, three or four races that we have, Lando will have a whole brand new engine. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Lando making some changes overnight as we head into the race. Right, <clears throat> into Q2 now, and Alex Albon is very much struggling uh, we saw in the practice sessions, I discussed it yesterday on the preview, but it carried on into FP3. The Williams, especially in the hands of Alex Albon, looking fantastic. But when it came to actually time to show the pace, the actual time of qualifying, really just not there at all. And uh, he said over the radio it felt like a completely different car. Initially, he did get through into Q3, but after the stewards looked over it, he did exceed track limits on his fast time, so that was deleted. Very much struggling with the car, not just in terms of speed, but in terms of control as well. So, Joe was originally knocked out of Q2, but does go through into 10th. Gasly was 11th, Hulkenberg 12th, Alonso can only manage P13, so Alonso had this fantastic streak not being kicked out of Q, uh, sorry, making it into Q3 in every race that was broken last weekend, and now he's starting a new streak of not making it into Q3 for the second weekend in a row. Albon, uh, unfortunately, is P14, and Yuki Snowder was P15 with no time set. Now, Yuki uh, did give the toe to Ricardo again in this session, and I was quite surprised that he didn't set a time, because as much as giving Ricardo the toe is very important and could get him into Q3, uh, surely you know the, the, the Alpha Tauri had pace here this weekend. So if he had set a time, I think he probably would have got into Q3, and then could give Ricardo a toe again when the time matters the most. But no, they decided to let Luki... Luki let Yuki not set a time in Q2 and he was out. Um, then we go into Q3. Right, here are the lap times, the, the leaderboard after the first laps everyone set. So Joe had not set a time at this point, he was 10th. Bottas in 9th, Piastri 8th, Perez 7th, 
Hamilton 6th, Russell 5th, Ricardo was in 4th, Verstappen was 3rd, and it was Sainz in 2nd with Leclerc in 1st. It was unbelievable. Ferrari, who've looked like they were nowhere all weekend, all of a sudden came out and had incredible pace at the start of Q3, when of course it matters most. Then everyone did one more lap time there, and for some they could not improve, and this is our top 10 as it stands right now. So Joe was 10th, Bottas in 9th, Russell only good enough for 8th, and of course he's still under investigation, Piastri only good enough for 7th, but much better than 20th, uh, Hamilton was 6th and is under investigation, Perez could only do 5th, beaten by Ricardo in the Alpha Tauri without a toe from his teammate manages fourth place. Incredible lap time for Daniel Ricardo. Max Verstappen is third and under investigation still. Carlos Sainz was in P2 and just 0.067 ahead is Charles Leclerc. Absolutely shocking there from, from me, really. Having a Ferrari front row is something I was definitely not expecting after looking through the sessions uh, over the last couple of days. I don't think anyone's expecting it at all. Because they, they've had no pace. Like, you know, you look at the previous sessions, Q1, Q2, they were just, you know, they're in their normal Ferrari spots. They're like 6th and 7th. And all of a sudden, bam, 1st and 2nd. Absolutely incredible stuff. Max Verstappen, not too far behind. Um... Off of Leclerc, 0.097 and 0.030 off the back of Charles Leclerc. So a very close top three. But man, the star of qualifying, Daniel Ricciardo. Now this is the second race of his second comeback of the year after his broken wrist. As I said uh, over last weekend, didn't massively impress um, over the United States Grand Prix. Didn't really do anything of notes to really say, oh wow, he's fantastic. But man... What a lap time from Ricardo here. Not only did he beat Perez, but he's just over a tenth off the back of Max Verstappen in an Alpha Tauri. So, wow, great job from Ricardo in the Alpha Tauri. Perez, as I said, is fifth. Uh, Hamilton sixth. I expected a bit better from Hamilton because he always does well around here. And it, uh, coming out of Q2, he had a bit, bit more pace, but only sixth for him. Piastri's in a good position in seventh. I would have expected better from him, but. He can build upon here, and I think McLaren have got better race pace than they do qualifying. Uh, Russell in 8th, then the Alfa Romeo do a great job to get both cars into Q3, and they do finish 9th and 10th. This sets up a fantastic grid for tomorrow's race, as we sit here right now. Uh, the Ferrari front row, I don't expect them to be winning the race, if I'm very much honest with you, because whenever Charles Leclerc gets a pole, he doesn't really win, and Max Verstappen is right there. Daniel Ricciardo is one to watch for tomorrow. My gut says he's going backwards, but who knows with the pace the Alvatari is showing this weekend. Then, you know, as you go further down, you've obviously got Lando Norris, who's massively out of place, but Yuki Tsunoda is one to watch as well. Starting from 20th, if that Alvatari's got pace, then my God, we could be in for something very fun here as we watch him climb up through the grid. So this is setting up for a very, very, very exciting Mexican Grand Prix. I'm quickly going to check my phone to see if any penalties have been handed out at all before I click stop recording because I do not want to look like a fool on the video when everyone gets a penalty. Um, my phone isn't even loading, so I think that shows there isn't much to see here. Oh, there we go. New posts. Uh, I think we're okay. 
provisional grid is out. Max Verstappen is still in uh, third. Hamilton's still there. Yeah. Looks like everything is the same as usual. Uh, yes. Right. We'll back tomorrow to discuss the race. I'll hope to see you there. And then on Monday we'll back here again to discuss uh, driver ratings for what hopefully will be a very exciting Mexican Grand Prix. Until then, though, have a good one. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.